The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, it's, it's a very significant um, gospel passage that we, that we have to meditate on here, the, uh, the beginning of the second week of Lent. Um, you know, it sets, our, uh, it sets our hearts and our minds on the right thing, as it were. Yeah, this is, um, for us, the task is to be generous. Yeah, the task is to, um, is to be and become an expression of God's own generosity. And it, that's, that's the challenge for us. You know, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Right? How, how many of us uh, in prayer, uh, in parentheses, perhaps all, question mark, <laughs> um, you know, go on experiencing uh, the strength of, of God's love in our lives, it, we go, go on experiencing uh, consolation and the like, even though uh, we know our own personal histories. Do you know we we know where we've where we've been and and not been, where we've fall where we've fallen short and failed and the rest. And God goes on loving us. Yeah, is that an is that an act of incredible mercy on Him? Do you know the many ways that we've not cooperated with his grace, that we've, that we've betrayed him, that we've uh, ignored him, you know, not given him due attention and the rest. And he goes on, he goes on loving us uh, with real strength, with real conviction. I mean, this is mercy. It's, it's mercy, it's love overcoming the obstacles that the other puts in the way. I mean, this is perhaps a good practical definition of, of mercy, right? It's, it's, it's love that refuses to be deterred in the, in the face of the other's, say, injustice and opposition and, and the like. So, can't, you know, but this is the challenge, I think, for us is to see that. Um, and there, there are way, there's a, perhaps a way to see it, a way to not see it, right? It's, this, is, this is not... This is not simply Jesus turning up the heat on the moral demands. So as to say, right, he's, here it is. Well, you guys, this is, this is not what is going on, but this is the way that we sometimes imagine it. Jesus says, you know what, you guys are not being merciful enough, and you have to be more merciful. And if you're not more merciful, I'm going to punish you. You know, it's like, oh, there are not so many laughs because this is how you think about it, I guess. Uh, this, <laughs> if you're not merciful, I'm going to punish you. Well, that, that's, not, that's not really what's going on. Now, if we imagine ourselves to live in this split-level universe where the life of heaven has very little to do with, with the life of earth, except that, you know, we being, you know, earth-dwelling creatures have to do better 
at mirroring heaven, yeah, and, the, and it's simply like it's all moral demand, then I, I, we're not going to get it right. But if we see that man is, is uh, made in the image and likeness of God, that means that he lives at the intersection of heaven and earth, bringing the life of heaven to earth, just as he brings earth to heaven, sums up creation's praise and turns it over to God. If we, if we see it that way, then we see, right, we're, we're something like slanted mirrors. Yeah, I've used, this, I've used this language before. And what I want to say about being slanted mirrors is that this, this is deeply in line with um, the way that we speak of in the tradition as uh, being priests and kings. We're uh, a royal priesthood or, or a kingdom of priests, right? So, and I just celebrated two baptisms yesterday. We, you are anointed in your baptism, priest, prophet, and king. Okay, let's leave, let's leave prophet off yeah, for a little bit. We're priest and king, yeah? So you, you exercise your priesthood, the common priesthood of the baptized, um, by taking what it is, the stuff, of the, the stuff of the earth, the stuff that God gives you, and turning it over to him, offering it to him in praise, in sacrifice. Right? We, so this is, this is part of your priesthood, is to take everything you have and everything you are and, and offer it to God. Yeah? That's your priesthood. That's the common priesthood. Then as God's king, you're to take everything that he's giving you in this kind of more unmediated, sharing in his own life kind of way, right? His, his love poured into you. You're to take that and bring that to creation, right? That's what it means to be a king of the kingdom of God, is to take the power and strength of his own life of love and make it mean something in the world. Yeah, so that's like we're being, as a slanted mirror, that, that's, the, that's the vertical dimension, right? It's coming from God. It hits the slanted mirror, and it then is dispersed throughout creation. The other way, the priesthood, is this horizontal line that strikes the slanted mirror and is then going up to God, is offered to God. Now, it's one and the same task, right? As God's image bearers living at the intersection of heaven and earth, we're, I should say, we're one and the same mirror. So if we, if we, um, if the mirror is broken in one way, it affects both. So in the sense that, you know, how is it that if we're, if, um, if we're not inclined to be God's merciful people, which seems to me, um, uh, a participation in the, uh, the kind of king, the kingship dimension and the stewardship dimension, right? If we're not if we're not going to let his mercy bounce off us and come into the world, then there's what we're looking at is a distortion in that mirror. That I would say then is really something is preventing us also from receiving what God wants for us, because we're not living according to. His plan and purpose. Yeah. So again, it's like when when Jesus starts to get into you know, stop judging, you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will, you will not be condemned. Right. It's how how is how is our life as this being living at the intersection of heaven and earth? How are we channeling 
heaven for earth? Are, are, we, are we committed to it? Right? Are, are, do we want to be renewed by, by God so as to live as his people? Or are we in it for some other reason? And uh, if we're in it for some other reason, it's just not gonna. It's just not gonna work. It doesn't. None of this makes any sense. None of this makes any sense, right? If we live, if we live good moral lives or what we think of as good Christian lives, uh, for the for the sake of our, I don't know, our peace of mind or the thought that we might get to go to heaven when we die, none of these things are going to be powerful enough motivation for us to overcome ourselves and live lives of radical generosity. It's not going to happen, right? Because we take like what actually amounts to being selfish motivation and try to turn that into generosity. It's not going to happen, right? Because when we go to be generous, whether it's with our money, which it should be, whether, whether it's with our, our time, our attention, energy, right? Whether it's people and being patient and kind, right? Loving, generous, the rest. If, if we're doing it for ourselves from the beginning and our own, a sense of our own safety and security, when it comes to going beyond ourselves, giving ourselves away, well, it works against that original motivation. And so the, the challenge here is, is actually to be focused on our task. It's to be focused on the fact that we are heaven and earth creatures. And God has put us in his creation in order for us to reflect his goodness, to really to receive his goodness and to reflect his goodness, to receive his radical generosity, his own life of love, and then to, and then to be about our work in the world freely giving ourselves away, radiating his, his love, his life, his goodness, and the rest into creation. When we're, when we're living that way, when we're living as the, the renewed image bearers, that, that Jesus has uh, come to make, make possible, make a reality for us, then we get it all thrown in. You know, we get it all thrown in, right? So it's this, for the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. Well, of course, because it's one and the same slanted mirror. It's, it's one and the same person. These are, in the end, these are not tasks, you know, love, it, love is not a task in that sense. It, this, this is your whole life. This is what, we're, this is what we were made for. So, and, and again, it, this is, if it's not a matter of turning up the, uh, the moral heat, uh, then, it's, then, it's some, then it has to be something else. And the something else is, it's about our training our hearts and our minds on Jesus. That's what it's about. He's the one who, for us, has pioneered this very difficult way. And he's making it possible now by breathing his life into us. So it's a matter of faithfulness to Jesus. It's not a matter of like a, you know, a certain set list of additional check boxes that he's, that he's delivered to us. It's that we, we are going to trust and follow him. And he is making this way of radical generosity possible to us so that we can be the people that that God has always called us to be.